0: Hello and welcome to the SRF yes Podcast. I'm Ollie and I'm Ben. If you're watching on YouTube, please remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and let us know in the comments what guest you'd like to see on the podcast next. Or if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star review. It really does help us out. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the SRF yes Podcast with me, Ollie Ballinger.
1: And me, Ben Williamson.
0: Ben, how's things, mate? Good week?
1: Quality week, mate, yeah probably the best week yet watching these uh watching the numbers grow and uh, supporting people in Yesref dream You? Good. good week
0: good week i would say it's been a, a stressful one but these things uh aren't easy and it'd be boring if it was all uh, steady sailing right so
2: very true mate very true um,
0: luke how was your week
2: it's been good it's really busy uh lots of appointments and FA cup, FA Vase trophy, all of those things mixed in pinching games. So yeah, it's been a bit of a busy week. Um referees course as well. So we got some some new referees to add to the add to the Yes Ref clan in the next week or so, which will be good. So sorry mate, you'll be a little bit busier again. No problem. We love that. So. Don't mind that busy.
0: Tremendous. So uh you found some time for the for the Yes Ref podcast, Luke. So we appreciate I that. Thank you mate. No worries. You want to tell uh, our audience who you are?
2: Yeah, so I'm Luke Wilkes. Uh, I am from sunny Cornwall, although today is absolutely tipping it down with rain. Oh, it is here so, in the mate. Not quite so fun. Uh, I am the referee appointments officer for Cornwall. Um, we are slightly different to lots of other uh, places around the county where um, I'm in charge of all football um, referee related appointments within the county um so yeah that's 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 part-time job on top of being a teacher of the deaf um as well so yeah so yeah three days doing the referee appointments five days teacher of the deaf seven days in a week so so, something has to give (laughs) something has to give
0: and are you a referee
2: uh yeah so yeah referee level five um also uh step three four five six observer uh referee tutor developer yeah pretty much anything you could do within referee and i've either done it or i'm doing it currently and um, you are the yeah, man live, live and breathe football mate live and breathe football
1: love so, it man. favorite yeah. team who just support?
2: Uh sorry to say I'm a Wolves fan, but as you've got an orange jumper on, mate, I'm quite pleased with that. So that's it,
1: mate. Yeah. Yeah, I think wolves need all the help they can get. So I'll stick an orange jumper on for you now and again.
2: Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Family man Luke.
2: Yeah, two children, Scarlett and Theo, seven and four, um, and, and wife Lauren, who uh keeps me dog, in check, keeps me dog. going. Completely no dog. dogs, no cats, no, no I've got no no pets. I haven't got time for them, mate.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it, to be fair. So let's have a, a, a deeper dive into your role as uh, referee appointments officer. Um, you said that you appoint for the uh, everything in Cornwall every single game, is that right? Pretty or much a-
2: every game that goes on that has a referee appointed to them, it's me. Wow, Adult
0: yeah. and
2: youth? Adult and youth, yeah. Yeah, I've got a little, I would, not a little assistant, but I have an assistant that does help um, a, a, a gentleman called david bartlam but he's currently floated around on a on a navy ship somewhere i'm not sure atlantic or north sea or something like that doing very dangerous activities i would imagine um so yeah youth all of the youth as well at the moment um all the way down to under 11s where we try and appoint as much as we can so Um,
1: how many how many is that a week that you're you're in charge of
2: about 200 250 a week Okay,
1: and the uh, um, biggest split between youth and adults, or
2: is mainly adults? Okay. Um. So yeah, youth, probably I would say about 250, probably a quarter youth, and then, um, three quarters adults with Sunday vets, women's, and things like that as well on a Sunday, and then yeah, Saturday, is all all pretty much all adults, all the way up to, up to supply league assistant referees. Wow. That's so on cool. earlier, Luke
0: about yeah. uh, how you do things a bit different down in Cornwall. Yeah. You have the centralised appointments role, if you like. Yeah. And you're all across the county. Is that uh, a good thing? Do you like it? Has it been like that for a long time? It's it been
2: like, like that as long as I can remember. Um, even even to the point, I think when I started... So I, I started refereeing in 2004. So I'm just starting my 20th season this season. Um, but there was there used to be one person in the West, one person in the East who did the appointments. And then I think when they retired, they amalgamated the role into one one central role. And it, it's just been how it has been, the way that the county is. We're not maybe like other counties where we've got seven or eight different leagues within one sort of area. Um, you know, we've, we've actually done a big piece of work um, as a county working working with the leagues, we've now got one Saturday league, and that's it. So there's uh, t- two about two hundred teams, nearly. I think we've got uh, no, probably less than that. Probably about one hundred and seventy teams across ten divisions. Okay. On a Saturday, so for me as a as an administrator of that league, it's perfect because I've only got to do one download. And then, and then, you know, sending it to you guys—it's just one spreadsheet to to send across to to upload and everything like that. So, from an administration point of view, it, it's perfect. And we, we did the same with the youth league as well. So we've got one youth league that runs across the whole county, rather than two or three mm. um, like we used to. Um, and you know, we are looking into a project to then amalgamate the rest of the leagues. Um, so the women, the women's, the Sunday and the vets are potentially going to be looking at coming together. Um, you know, as we know, sadly, volunteers are quite hard to come by these days anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it, it's trying to make football within Cornwall itself sustainable as well. But, for, you know, from what, my point of view, it's much you think easier. What do the
1: benefits are to that, mate, from um, everybody, from like different stakeholders point of view? So like the benefits to you, the benefits for the officials, the benefit for the clubs?
2: I think I think the biggest benefit to the referees, and you know, let's be honest, for my for my job, they are the most important people because if the referees aren't happy, they're not going to referee games. We don't get the coverage. Yeah, quite. Um, but rather than them having to close dates on either you know three or four different systems, um, or you know go into three or four different appointments offices, remembering, oh, hang on a minute, in the Peninsula league i only referee the second and fourth saturday of every month and then in the you know the sunday league i only do the second and fourth sunday but the women's i do the first and third they have got to do none of that um you know and we used to you use, obviously before before we we started using yes ref which has been you know i'll be honest an absolute revolution for my work
0: thank you um right we now. use
2: something else um but now using yes ref they just go on this they, they close the dates and it closes to every league so when i come to a point it doesn't matter if i want them to do a women's game uh a sunday league game a vets game it all just comes together and i can see that and i can then appoint them as as and when they want to um rather than them you know having to suddenly go ah oh, i didn't close the date with you know ben williamson for the sunday league is gonna be absolutely fuming now and yeah Ollie's just give me a game on the, the women's league. It, none of that happens. It's one person. It's also one person to annoy if, you know, you get something wrong, you know. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the from, yeah. in my hands <laughs> to control. But, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Um, you know, I make mistakes as well and I phone them up and they go, oh, mate, do you know what? I You let me off next week when I cry off last minute or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, But, you know, yeah, and well, to be well, honest,
0: Sorry, Luke. The, I the politics in amalgamating those leagues together surely wasn't something that would be. Like.
2: It wasn't easy. It, it's something over three years. I think we've been looking a at. Um, so it took that long to to a get the clubs on board because if the clubs didn't want to do it, it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, but the clubs then wanted to do it. They saw the benefits of Which it. Were what?
1: what were the benefits? of So we covered referees. The benefits to the clubs in this process. League or
2: rules. Or... So, you know, um I had one secretary who who I you know, I speak to quite often. I used to live live just down the road from him. He had three teams in his club in three very different leagues with very different league rules on how many players like higher league players you could play, uh how many subs there were um, whether you had to text the result in or email the result in or full-time the result in
1: yeah
2: and it was just an absolute nightmare for him whereas now he can log into one website on full time he can do all the admin for his teams in all of the leagues and it and it and it's done so for, from a club point of view it's made the administration you know so much easier that that's what we've been told
1: and ultimately that's um, what the 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 service of servicing football is about right because without the clubs we don't have football so yeah it it seems like really logical sense to streamline it almost probably dare I say what we're doing with with yes and and the referee administration from the same sort of way from from clubs just knowing the league rules are exactly the same for everything the subs the fee the match fees how much money I need the number of players I can register etc 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 and we've probably over the last 10 15 20 years just overcomplicated it
2: what well, before before yes ref came in we were screaming out for just let everyone have access to moas because then it was one administration system that's not happened for for you know whatever reason and it could well be because the system is just so big to have you know for every referee to have access to it, it'll probably just blow the servers at Wembley and then we don't, you know, we don't play the game tonight. England and, and Australia or something like that. So, you know, this is where you guys have then stepped in for clubs one because they have got one place to look at for every league. So, um, you know, in Cornwall, even the Peninsula League teams that use Moas, they don't look at Moas for who their referees are. They go on to Yes Ref to find them. And I'm getting at the moment, and and this is why I'm hoping. Um, you know, with our lovely neighbours in Devon, hopefully moving over to use Yes Ref soon as well, that I'll be able to put every referee that does a Peninsula League or a Western League game on, because at the moment, if they're from Devon, they don't all have Yes Ref, so I don't put them on, and the clubs are going, ah, oh, I haven't been able to find out on Yes Ref, I'm panicking, have I done something wrong, have I, is the tech broken, and I've gone. No, don't worry. It's because it's somebody from Devon who we can't yet mandate to use it. Whereas potentially soon is, and, that, and that's different counties. You know, that's not even somebody that's a referee within Cornwall. I can go on, find them, add them on, um, and do it that way. So, so yeah, just the whole streamlining thing for me with the leagues was such a good move um and and that's again it was a good move for us moving to yes ref in what september 2022 so what over a year ago now and you know we wouldn't look back the job the job i used to do before so i i started the job in 2020 so i I moved as to be a teacher of the deaf i then started uh the referee appointments because we got um you know we got let down by someone and Lee Swaby, the the audio was like, please just help me for just a little bit.
0: Um, <laughs> of those classics, yeah, yeah.
2: It would just and be he, short he said, term. It would just be. Look,
1: it just needs it, some short bit of help.
2: Literally, was we were. I was gonna. It, I started in the September, and my plan was I might have done it till Christmas until we found someone.
1: And they did, and then it, me, me and it. Charlie
2: did it. They didn't find anyone. They it didn't really rude. want to advertise, and we were doing. I think we were doing we were doing like two days a week each. So we'd already gone down from five days that the old person was doing down to four. But now I, I do three days a week on my own for this. And that, that wouldn't have been, you know, that wouldn't have been possible 18 months, two years ago, not, not a chance. Um, and it, you know, it is, makes me a little bit emotional, really. It is down, to, it is down to you guys and just the, the service that you've then provided thank you man. um and we've got you know we've got we've got clubs coming on board now going why didn't we have why haven't we been given access to this before and i'm going oh, why didn't we just share it to all of our clubs even because you know they 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 love it as well um and and things like that so you know it's it's reduced our our you know administration as a as a county as well um where we can provide a better value service really because you know they the clubs the leagues pay a service fee for all of the referee appointments like oh, they okay. would if they were individual leagues the leagues um, pay
1: pay into a pot for the appointment service yeah, okay. yeah. Rather so i, I don't
2: money. get I, I get paid a salary the leagues pay to the county and then the county top it up and right. and you know that that you know the the county the county cups we've got seven or eight county cups so you know that's a big chunk every week we've got a county cup happening um whether that's that's sundays or saturdays so it's a big bulk of work and the county put in a big a big amount of money as well but you know it's the leagues that are paying the service as well yeah
1: why do you think other county fAs don't follow the same model of centralized appointments because i generally believe that from it has to be the best thing for referees from day one of the referees course they get to meet you yeah if you're available you can go but they just have that single location to go to for everything referee related until they get up to supply league football so why 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 does not everyone follow suit
2: i think because we've only got 200 referees it's a lot easier to manage you know i i when i went to university i was refereeing in birmingham if i did a search within 10 miles of my house there were more referees within that 10 mile radius (laughs) of my house than there was in the whole of cornwall yeah some of some of it i think is numbers um but you know the beauty of this this sort of system for a county fa or a league is rather than you having to go to ben for one league ollie for another league me for another one we. no, I'll close the second and fourth Saturday every month on a repeat, just to the Orange Jumper League, um, and I'll keep it open, and then I'll close the first and third one to, to you know the the Futsal Series League or you know whatever yeah. Ollie's doing. You do that all in one system. Yeah, it's, you know, uh... even if they don't do what we do, surely it's. It, it just it revolutionized my my job i I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this because if my you know if lee or the ceo starts watching this or looking at it I'd be going hang hey, on a minute we're paying you three days a week to do this work <laughs> i i i've sometimes done the appointments at 10 o'clock at night sat in bed with my missus what you know reading a book and i've just done i've just done a bulk of appointments on a sunday sat in bed
0: <laughs>
2: on mean- the app that's how easy it is it's um, it's it just it yeah it's not
0: very kind it's it's
2: a no-brainer for me
0: it, it really kind yeah
2: i'll keep plugging it i'll keep plugging <laughs> it but you know <laughs> it is like for, from my point of view if why work harder when you can work smarter and it's something that it's i've had a philosophy game, though, right? of yeah it's it's a culture change yeah hundred percent and we I I worked so hard in like that September, October to get people to change. They were like, why do I need to share my DBS? Why do I need to share my safeguard? And you as an FA have got it. I was like, yeah, but if you want to referee and you want to be able to show this, if you want your appointments done like that, rather than getting them as slow as anything, because I've got to have three spreadsheets open on one screen, just to see if somebody's dvs checked see if somebody's safeguarded see if somebody wants to do that foot level of football and and all it, it's all there in one place now so
1: let's flip it a little bit what what are your what's your current biggest challenge
0: I biggest challenge really is numbers
2: well numbers numbers is our biggest challenge to cover games so not enough referees yeah not enough referees do you think
1: Um, I've got a question to counteract that
2: do you think that the leagues do
1: enough to stagger kickoff times to play games on a Friday night or a Monday night where normally it would be a Saturday because there is probably more things that we can do as a as an organization as a as a a community of sport to go well actually I don't have 200 referees at three o'clock Saturday Mm -hmm. but I've got 100 referees that could do a 10 o'clock game, and 100 referees that could do a 3 o'clock game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I've had this I've had, Funny enough, i had this conversation literally yesterday with a, a fixture secretary um, because they change a game from a Tuesday night to a Saturday. And I've gone, why have you done that?
1: Hmm.
2: I had 50 referees that could have done that one Tuesday night game. I've now got to cover that game because they've done it before the deadline. Because we set a deadline for the league every month to say this is when you've got to get your appointments by. Because I then download them, put them on the system, do a draft appointments, then send it out to the the clubs. Um, and and the, and they've gone because you know that's what the club have requested. You know, as a league, that's what they got to do. The, you know, we said it earlier on, didn't we? The clubs are the heartbeat of football, yeah. the participants there are the heartbeat of football. Mm-hmm. And everyone says, don't they are. Oh, if, if, if we don't have referees, we wouldn't have a game. Well, it, yes, that is, you know, the crux of it. But actually, if we don't have clubs, we don't have games to referee. So we've got to keep the clubs happy. Ollie, do you remember when
1: we spoke to, uh, Alan at Suffolk and he said something on the same token, Luke, right? He said, um, There's a big comment around without referees, there's no football. But he said you don't see referees running around an empty field of play, blowing a whistle and pretending to referee. (laughs) Yet we see kids playing games without referees, and that really hit home to me that actually it it is quite it's quite a fair comment, I think.
2: Yeah. Well, if a game doesn't have a referee, they still play it. They still have to play it. It's as part of league rules. Again, like I get the reason why because. We have got such a shortage. But that in itself, I keep saying, just put a few less fixtures on every week. If we spoke to clubs and we spoke to players and said, would you rather play every single week and two out of five weeks you don't have a referee? Or would you rather play four weeks out of five and you get a referee every week? Mm. I, I would like to you know, bet that they would say, we'll have a referee every week. Thank you. And I miss one week out of five.
0: Yeah. I think it's a really interesting but argument. In we're
2: not quite there yet.
0: Because, you know, there's an no argument to say, well, I want to play every week, but but actually maybe maybe there's a week where I don't have a referee. And I think um, there's there's a real desire to understand that once you put enough people in the same place, do you really still have an availability problem? Don't know. Like, maybe it's still true, right? maybe there is still an availability problem but yeah. enough people in one place and then that question is understanding what can you do to either incentivize more people to become available from your existing cohort yeah. because there are things in place that let's say attract that referee to said game or is it that we've just got to go out and in- and incentivize more to get involved in the game and give people good reason to get into the game, right? And one of those reasons could be as simple as, is it easy for me to do my my administration so that I can just mm. whistle the game, get paid, know yeah. that the money's in my bank at the end, and actually, yeah. referee becomes a little bit more flexible. You can pick it up and put it down at the click of a button as opposed to having something really formal in place. You need to speak to 100 people before you can actually get to whistle the game. What, I, I
1: think Luke, I, you sent me a message tonight. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Tell us about that.
2: that um, quality, by the way. So, so this referee came to me uh, and said, oh, "I've just picked up a game on Saturday, um, and it was a game I, I, I desperately wanted covering, and it was for that's for uh, I think it's this Saturday. It's the only game I put on find for like the first few days. So, for everyone, the because...
1: find is our live games list." Yeah, sorry, live game. Advertise list, yeah. that out to, to the, the network of officials.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so I've I put it on the find list. Um, it's gone out to all of those referees that are available, but it's the only game I put on there because it's it's a game I need covering more than anything else. It's a cup game, two teams higher, league. Uh, it's also, you know, it's a, it's a slightly higher fee. So I thought there's more likelihood of somebody wanting to take it because, you know, let's be honest, money makes the world go round for some people. Um, and this guy I, I want to say within I think it was it must be like 45 seconds of me clicking find. He clicked on the game. it popped up. you know I, I get a notification saying game on you've your game has been filled, you know the warmest feeling in the world other than the hugs of my children is it is a message like that and wife, oh my, oh my, and my,
1: wife say I mean, your wife say
2: your yeah, wife uh, yeah, obviously my <laughs> wife that, that goes without saying she knows that um and the <laughs> yeah. thought now yeah thank you mate sorry lauren um hopefully she won't listen to this it's about football no, hopefully she
1: does listen to this we want everyone to listen and comment yeah
2: i'll i'll put it on alexa for us yeah do that listen to oh, she's yeah <laughs> Um, no, she doesn't. She doesn't. Go. I, I do the cooking as well, mate.
1: Do you have time for that?
2: No. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, so I messaged him and said, I oh know he messaged me and said, thank you for putting that game on. I was like, I, I just sent him back going, I love Yes Ref. I literally, that's all I put. And he went, So do I. If it wasn't for Yes Ref, I probably wouldn't still be refereeing um, because I find it so easy to. Um, you know, he's I I don't know his exact job, but I'm sure he's like a tri service or something like that. He works for the police, the uh, and the paramedics, and, and the fire service. So he's got a high pressured job where you know um, he works shifts and all of those things that are, that you know are, are quite an evol- evolving thing because he works in a city. It's very dependent on what's happening at that time. Um, and what he can do, he can delete his close date off YesRef. He can go onto the live game list, look to see if there's a game that he fancies, and he can take it. If there are no games he doesn't want, he closes the date again and he goes and finds something else to do. So, you know, that 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 flexibility that you just spoke about, Ollie, I think is so powerful for our casual referees that, Maybe, you know, refereeing and football isn't their their be-all and end-all, but it is something that they enjoy wanting to do when they want to do it. And it's the same with, like, the Flexi League um, football. that's about You know, they they go, they do a 60-minute game, and they're off again, but they don't have to play every week. If they don't want to play one week, there's usually, like, more players that can play and all of those bits. It's exactly the same. And that's part um, of, like, the retention. Live game list. Yeah, that massively
1: goes into the retention of referees.
2: Absolutely, yeah, they can register just to do say five or ten games a season. Yeah. That for me, that's and that's you know that's a half a percent perhaps on my covered games list. But that half a percent could be the difference between me hitting my target and not. Yeah. If I get five of those referees, that's two and a half percent, you know, it's, it's and it it, it goes up.
0: Um, Duke, like your target is a hundred percent, right? In theory,
2: I want a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And if if I if I can get a hundred percent, I'll be like I'm retiring, I'm off, see you later, somebody <laughs> else what, can, for I can one have a go and do it. It's just belt for belt. one weekend. No, no just no, but across like a month, if I can pretty much be a hundred percent coverage, yeah, and it's you know, say um something major went wrong and and you know, last minute I wouldn't be able to cover a game. But if I can if I can cover every game at the start of the month, and most of those games go covered that would be that for me is massive massive success we we were running a few years ago at something like 87 percent coverage and we i've got the, i've you know not just me but lee Um, we got simon long premier league assistant referee who does a lot of the support work you know i probably annoy them far too much um phoning them all the time when i'm going from job to job but you know i'd there's just so much going on, and, and, and I like to chat. I'd, I'd rather do that than listen to, to the radio or, a you know, a usual podcast, although obviously this one is going to be the first thing I listen to when I wake up and they're all released out. Um, we'll so, yeah, when they're all out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we're, we're really lucky. We've got it up to about 95% coverage wow, now. that's so good. Um, we're pretty much... Um, we cover most most games on a Sunday are now covered every week. So we, we're pretty much running at 100% coverage on a Sunday, a Saturday. It, it varies. Again, some of the fixturing, and I've had this discussion, with, and I get it, I like fixturing is the one job. I said I would never do this job for a start. I was <laughs> like, I'm never going to be a referee officer. Cannot see, cannot see any attraction to it it's the hardest job you've got nobody that's ever happy you can never keep 100% of people 100% happy all of the time never get it swaves phone me up
0: please please please
2: um and you know I was a mug and said yes and three years later here I am still doing it and loving it you know absolutely loving it um but you know we had one week I think where the most westerly game for us was St Dennis which is about 50 miles away from the edge the western edge of cornwall okay 50 miles where we had no no peninsula league games with two assistants and i think we pretty much covered every game on a saturday the other like from st dennis east which is probably like 40 miles to the border i think i had like two games on a saturday that weren't supply league games that had a referee i was getting so many pelters so many phone calls going why have we got a referee we've got a referee i was like just uh, the fixture is just the way it is and i haven't got them i don't think i ended up covering i had two at the time i think i ended up covering about 12 or 15 in the end because people just kept picking up games i'm available now i'll pick that up you know actually i'm happier to travel a little bit further in the west because i haven't got a game i'll go and pick the game so but
1: knowledge is power right and being able to see it is yeah
2: absolutely
0: what I really want to know, Luke, is what got you into refereeing in the first
2: place. Uh, I I ran the line for uh, a local men's team, the pub next door to to the post office where I, um, I used to live with my mum and dad, uh, and they put me through my course. Um, well, and then fourteen, nice. Um, started refereeing my brother's team. Did a bit of youth football, you know, twenty quid, um, pocket money sort of thing, and then um Alan Wallace who was the West referee appointments officer at the time uh in 2005 so like you know 18 19 months after I would qualified phoned me up and he was like All right boy oh, yeah you're 16 at the weekend do you do you want a game and I was like yeah go on then so I referee my first men's game at like 16 years 3 days or something nice um I had more people watching me than than both of the teams put together <laughs> um I, you know i loved it i had yeah, one man. i had one incident no, no no i was pretty good i was they were all there with the pasties, sausage rolls or watching from the corner of the pitch standard,
1: standard um that area of the and
2: i always say on the referees course yeah absolutely standard that's why we're all country bumpkins we are um and i always remember i say this on the referees course we talk around behavior and people thinking oh there's a new referee let's see if we can try it on in that first season, from the November to the March, do you know how many red cards I had for foul and abusive language?
0: Uh, no I'm going
1: to go none.
2: 19. Oh, okay. I had a lot. Right. And I blame it on my mum, because the first game I did in adult football, a player turned around and said, you beep. I didn't quite hear him, so I cautioned him, because I didn't know what he said. I was like, I don't know if he swore or not. I don't want to send him off if he didn't actually swear um so i yellow carded him my mom had a, my mom said afterwards did you know that he just called you a beep 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 beep?" i was like whoa did he she's like yeah so after that i just went flash 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 um but then the next season i only had two but county loved me because obviously they were getting they were getting all the money into yeah, the uh into yeah. the pot, <laughs> but, but then
1: did you think that set of presidents that people knew don't yeah him because he didn't yeah, have
2: it Player like turn up, nudge his mates. and Go, do not swear at this referee because he will just send you off. And they're like, "What do you mean? He's 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 only a little whippersnapper. He, he ain't going to do that." He went, oh, "I did. He sent me off last season, and you know, then got promoted and all of those bits. You know, got to level four, did the, did a bit of level four, then you know, moved away. So I've I've taught taught out in the Middle East, refereed in the um, refereed in the national uh, indoor stadium in in Qatar." Um, which you think or oh, no refereeing in Qatar, but it was the coolest I've probably felt in a on a pitch because it was all air conditioned yeah, indoors. Yeah.
0: Oh. I said you won Match Official of the Year, didn't you?
2: Yeah. Twenty yeah, that was just before COVID, I think. Um, match official of the year. Um I was you know, I was doing a lot of observing and stuff like that, mentoring and things like that at the time. Um so yeah, that, that that was a real good. Forgive not, my you
1: know... naivety, mate. Please yeah. forgive me. It, is that a Cornwall award or was that like national match official? Uh, it was.
2: It was. It was a uh, local Cornwall FA okay. FA grassroots um, award. So I, I think I probably would have got nominated up and and things like that, and um, obviously didn't win. But you <laughs> know, it, it was nice to be recognised locally because and it's something that I've kind of taken on and and I know Lee's taken on as well, just trying to acknowledge people that just go out and referee every single week. Yeah. Um, and you know, we did that with, with, with quite a lot of our cup finals, you know, I did quite a lot of work this year, looking at how many games people did and not just going, okay, those people got the best club marks They're they're obviously going to, you know, have, have the fixtures, but actually, that wasn't the only you know it's not the only factor because there's people that turn up every single week they don't really know clubs or anything they've never been involved in clubs because you know uh, as much as as you know club marks give us an indication of how a referee's performing if you win the game you usually give the ref a 95 if you lose the game give a 61 yeah um so it's not the be all and end all. So so we've really tried hard to reward those referees that just turn up every week and do a job for us.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and 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 that, you know, that award, I was like, do you know what? It was one of my, you know, proud moments. I got awarded. Um, I got given it at, you know, one of the clubs St Day that that I I you know really like. Um, they also got an award. So it was a real nice joint sort of award ceremony because at the yeah. time we were still right in the middle of the pandemic um, and things like that. So, yeah, it, w- it was it was a real nice moment. And I think I think I got that in, that must have been in the July. And then, obviously, I started the appointments officer job then in, in the September. So, it must have been like, you know, I need to find something that can top getting grassroots match official of the year.
1: Right, now, what do you want? Um, like, referee appointment officers of the year in Cornwall? Yeah, something
2: doesn't. like that, probably. <laughs> I think, what's it like? Um, last, year's, last year's award for... Um, we always, do, we always do like a Christmas uh, vote um, for awards as part of our Christmas party. And um, I got um, smooth, smooth Operator of the Year. Um, and then underneath it says, you know, always calm in a crisis. Now, they've never um, obviously seen me in the office when I get one of those emails that, that you guys send through saying, it's time for a substitution just after <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've appointed a point of the game because... I definitely am not always <laughs> calmest in a crisis um but you know it, those are getting less and less now as well so yeah you know, i i don't I, my heart rate my heart blood pressure is not quite as high up as it used it's to be a bit lower. um it is a little bit lower so yeah it's it's you know that that award was was a real real nice award and you know this year um you know Paul portman's Uh, won it this year, you know, so, so deserving. And he is one of those referees who turns up every week, does every form of football you can think of. He's refereed, you know, Ollie's favourite futsal. Um, He referees on the Disability League. He referees on the Women's League, the Girls League, the Youth League. He's done a little bit of men's football. And, you know, he's gone through some, some real, you know, personal, tough, um, issues recently and he was so deserving of it um, you know and the, the other two that I actually nominated this year I could I'm glad that I wasn't on the panel to choose because if I was on the panel to choose I'd, I don't know how I would have chosen because you know we had Paul who does every level of football possible we had uh, Bill Jethwey who's refereed for 50 years he's 83 I think he was 84 the next day and he still referees every week um, although he did have a bit of a pop at me at the um ceremony because I put I did put him a couple of weeks ago on the biggest pitch in Cornwall and he said <laughs> I was knackered after that. His <laughs> wife shook my hand and said, Thank you. I had the biggest peace and quiet I've ever had after after that game because he was absolutely, you know, he was he was whacked. He was straight asleep on the on his chair. Um and and Mark, Mark um Averis, who who does a lot of youth football but looks after um some youth referees within his club so you know to choose who was going to win that was was huge i reckon the year i won it I was probably the only one that got nominated yeah. or something. But, <laughs> easy choice. Um, it was an easy choice do we not they're probably thinking do we not give it out this year because you know it was lauren is his wife that had nominated him or something <laughs> um so yeah but you know it, it's good and, and i think that's one of the things that we we, we probably should try and do more of yeah. Is, is just it's just acknowledge those night. people that turn it up, turn up every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and we're trying to do that a little bit, I suppose, with the promotion scheme now for you know, for those those that don't know, the promotion scheme now is aimed at not just your performance but how many games you're doing and it's encouraging people to do games quicker. Well, I think that's a real good move in some ways because you're trying to get people um what you know to do more games more quickly but it's retaining them as well then
1: interesting though because some people just quite like a thank you like refereeing's not the easiest job in the world not the easiest hobby to have right but it sounds like that you guys are doing some really great work down in cornwall of actually just recognizing to just to say thanks like thanks for coming week in week out and covering games for us because it's really important not only for the, the the county fa but for the league for the clubs for the teams for the each individual players, for the referee society, or the the whoever he or she shares their experiences with about those games. Uh, a thank you is, is really nice. And I wonder if sport is missing a trick of just saying thanks to their officials mm-hmm. and not just a blanket email out to all, hi, all thanks, send. Not what I mean. But it sounds like you guys are, are doing some some great work. Yeah.
2: And we're encouraging we, we're encouraging referees to do that the other way. So it's great that referees are you know being thanked for the job that they do. But I'm getting an increasing number of emails from referees thanking clubs for the way that they've been treated. Nice. Um, you know the way they've been looked after and things like that. That that in itself for you know a a, a one man band club where the guy that's just cooked you your sausage and chips after the game. Also, has picked all the kit up off the floor. He was on the tractor at seven o'clock in the morning, cutting the grass of the, you know, for the pitch. Put the corner flags out, Net. took the corner flags back in, nets, you he know, all of those game, things. Registered the plans. Yeah. that that that's power. You know, and not, I'm not. It it gives me no greater pleasure to share good news, whatever that is, whether that's to one of our referees or from one of our referees to a club, because. For me, that that thank you to a club not only is going to brighten up, um, you know, Ben Williamson's day after he's thought, why am I putting the nets up again for the fifth time and on my own? Hammering down rain. But actually, it helps my retention numbers. So yeah. from a from a point of view, a, you know, a slightly selfish point of view, every club that does that, and I get an email from a referee go, and I was treated amazingly well today. That's a tick in the box to say that he's going to turn up again next week.
1: What you almost need is uh, like in someone be able to just record that in YesRef, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah
1: got, got a facility for that, have you? Great idea. I wonder if we could yeah. do something with that. Wouldn't,
0: Ali? wouldn't that be really good then? <laughs> I um, I think we could talk uh, all day, Luke, um, to you about yeah. ring and all of the wearing all of the different hats. It's been really quite interesting understanding your perspective, and I think there are so many things that you're doing so right in Cornwall. Um, it's really encouraging to hear. I've got a couple of final questions.
2: Well, when we do series two, when we when we do series two, you'll have to invite me back, and um, maybe you know, the only way to seal the deal though is if I get one of those orange, orange hoodies. Orange hoodie, you can yeah, have an orange, an orange hoodie. hoodie. And and I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'll,
0: we'll
1: get I'll come one back.
2: Too.
0: We, we can do that.
1: For I you, don't
2: yeah. give Swabes an orange one. Not an oh, orange well, one. It'll yeah. clash
0: clash with his hair. Uh, okay, all
2: right.
1: What, so, You're having an orange one. Don't you
0: worry. What Thank you. What, what are your priorities for the rest of this season? What's important to you?
2: That is a very good question. Priorities for me are if I can get the thirty two referees that we've just got on the next two courses to all have done ten games and still be registering at the start of twenty four, twenty five, that'll be a massive achievement for me. Um, you know, that that'll be that'll be huge because that you know, thirty-two referees refereeing every week potentially, that could be the difference between ninety-five and hundred percent.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: And I think just cover, you know, being able to retain the referees we've got and the referees we've got are saying, Do you know what, I want to referee for you. I want to referee for Cornwall FA and you know, I enjoy the experience that you're providing. That that's my priority um over the next sort of nine ten months um and hopefully you know we've got a number of officials going for promotion um and things like that but you know just retaining those referees that just want to turn up like we said earlier every week we got a level seven referee who turns up every single week to referee and i keep saying to him go for promotion go for promotion he's like i'm happy where i am i'm do you know what that those people we need because we still need them at the bottom of the game yeah you know, in the grassroots level seven stalwarts of element of game, grassroot. absolutely. Um, yeah.
1: Luke, so I've got a final question for you and this is something that we ask all of our guests that come onto the SRF podcast. So if I could hand you a magic wand, which, you could do anything with it, what one aspect of sports officiating would you like to change and why? Magic wand
2: sports officiating... I think it would be that every time. <laughs> this would be quite a funny one. I think Um funny, funny one would be every every time a player actually gets sim bin for descent, they actually have to go into a bin. So we could have bins lined up there. But, <laughs> no, probably, probably on, on a serious note. What a thing I to think... come out
1: with! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, shall I? But it's too late now. I've done yeah, it. Yeah, you've done it now. Um, I think <laughs> probably the facility to to be able to give everyone not just referees within the game but players volunteers and club officials the recognition for them to turn up again next week wow i think that would be that would be huge you know because we're losing so many volunteers and all of that let's get let's get the game expanding again let's get everyone turning up every week and enjoying themselves if i had a magic one that's what i'd want to do i think
0: Love it. Great answer. Thank you. That's quality.
2: Better than the first answer.
0: Look, it's been, it's been uh, been really good listening to you. Really enjoyed it. Um, Certainly understand some of those things in Cornwall. Please keep doing what you're doing because I think grassroots sport, thank you for that role. And we look forward to getting you back in a future season and understanding where the, um, where the landscape is at that point in time.
1: Luke, thank you ever so much for your time. Um, If people want to get in touch or want to find you, do you have socials? Are you a social kind of guy?
2: I I'd use it more just for info. Um, I don't very often use my socials. Um, I think it's like Wilksy underscore WWFC on Twitter or something like that. But I I mainly use it to keep up with what's going on in the world um, and comment on the odd odd occasion that you know something happens in a Wolves game. Um, I comment on it and then quickly usually delete it um, (laughs) before I get told off. Um, No, to be honest, you know, ways of getting in touch, you know, mainly would be via email um, and things like that. But, you know, I'm happy to talk on the phone, but you could find me, I think, Wilksy underscore WWFC on Twitter.
0: Thank you, Luke. And thank you for joining me yesterday. No problem. problem. Thank you, mate.
2: No worries. Thank you very much.
0: See you later.